0: When I bring my white friends there, they're like, hold on, I'm feeling uncomfortable. And then yeah. I have to say, Oh, are you the minority? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah. Isn't it cute?
1: Welcome to another episode of Interview with My Kid. I'm Jesse Sullivan. This is my kid.
2: Hi, I'm the kid, Arlo. <laughs>
1: Um, it's getting towards the end of July, things are heating up, it's getting hot.
2: Yeah. I mean, I wear so many layers, it's pretty, pretty warm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, i rather keep the layers. <laughs> yeah.
1: The layers are worth it. Yes. Speaking of hot, our next guest is amazing. He's a podcast host and he's a Netflix reality personality, Courtney Revolution.
2: <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome. That's such a warm
0: welcome. Wait, yeah, right in the chair, y'all. <laughs> yep. Get that right, mic right bam, there for you. Just, wait, let me bring it. Close <laughs> to the chest, right? Yep. <laughs> Bam. Hi. Hi. <laughs> amazing. We're so
1: happy you, you're here. You look amazing. I love your t-shirt. Thank you. It's I wanted igniting. to bring some color, you know. Yeah. looks amazing. <laughs> um, so we're so excited, but we really want to, obviously we want to kind of touch base on the fact that you were on The Circle yes. and that kind of stuff just for the listeners. But really what mm-hmm. I want this podcast to be about is to get to know you and who you are and your presence in the LGBTQ community because I think it's been amazing So yeah, we're just gonna really get to know you and kind of vibe it out. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm ready to spill the tea, tea, tea. (laughs) So
0: you were on the second season of The Circle, right? Yes, I was. Um, It was very uh, dramatic. Mm -hmm. It was very messy. It really was, um, but it was a lot of fun, you know? And it tapes out in England, so I had never left the country before. Yeah, never ever. I had to get a passport. Um, and then fly all the way out there to um, compete for hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! And had what was your kind of background before that? Before
1: you actually got the show?
0: Um, before I did the circle, I was like an entertainment host for a YouTube channel. So okay. I had like a live morning talk show with a really good okay. friend of mine, um, and we talked about the Kardashians and okay. Justin Bieber and celebrities, kind of just pop culture, pop culture, you right. know, the facts of life
1: and yeah. the facts of other people's lives. Oh, right? fun! <laughs> and um, so then from there, you what did you just randomly get an audition for that or? How did that happen?
0: I mean, well, it was during the pandemic. Yeah. I was like in the house with my roommate and he was upstairs doing his thing. I was downstairs working. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine texted me and was like, you know what? Just audition for The Circle. Like they knew I was a big fan of it. Oh, and okay. so I did it. 58 second video. No edits. Just, wow. hey, <laughs> uh, I'm going to spill the tea and I'm going to snatch a wig. And, yeah. Mm, before you wow. knew it. They, they called me like an hour and a half later. Once wow. I it yeah, That's yeah.
2: awesome.
0: Yeah. And did you kind of
1: know that you were gonna play a character going into it? Or do you feel like it was like an authentic representation
0: of you? Um... (laughs) (laughs) I think that I did my best to portray myself as close to myself as possible, just super strategic, because right. it's not a game where you're always rewarded for being 100% yourself. Right. Yeah. So there was a little bit of phoniness, a little bit of white lies. Yeah, you, gotcha. Because
1: you know? I remember reading that like there were some articles calling you like the villain, right? <sighs> <laughs> Didn't yeah. that
0: happen? Um, I think it really kinda depends on who you ask. Yeah. Right. Um at the end of the day, it's a hundred thousand dollars. Mm. I personally was there because my dad has like stage three kidney disease. Like oh, well. I needed the money. Right. So I mean So are you a villain or you know I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that there's only one winner, so right. aren't we all like fighting against each right. other? Yeah, I think play. people had a problem with how I went about it. Gotcha. I will lie, cheat, and steal for my family. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, and I mean, if your the end goal was for
1: your dad, I, I have had a sick dad too. He's passed mm-hmm. now, but I would have done the exact same thing. Anything exactly. For yeah. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that.
2: Play the game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah play the game. <laughs> This is
1: not uh, Candyland. This is The Circle. Yeah. (laughs) Big building.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I started watching this uh, Survivor for the first time. I never watched it, and I didn't realize it was the same way. Like, so strategic. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not even about being, like, the most liked or the nicest or anything. It's about, like, these people were, like, having to manipulate just to get to the end. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them had similar stories. Like, they needed that money for family members or Mm -hmm. whatever.
0: So Mm. When you go on reality TV, uh, competition-wise, it's almost kind of like what won't you do for the prize? And if there are a laundry list of things that you won't do, Mm. maybe you won't even get on the show. And I was like, whatever it takes, I'm gonna lie about everybody. Like, you know. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Um, And do you think there was like a
1: bunch of people who also kind of identified with you in that way and didn't didn't see you that way and they were like, you were actually like the hero? Do you think there was that as well?
0: Yes, and um, I'm happy to say that because I think during the show, I caught a lot of heat online Mm -hmm. uh, for playing the game differently from the first season you know everyone was very nice that first season mm-hmm. um, but there are a lot of people when I meet them in person they're like I would have done the same thing <laughs> you were so strategic you used your brain like yeah. it's not a friendship game it's strategy I right. love that so I appreciate doing what I did because people right. yeah,
1: respect it you absolutely know? yeah and you know going back a little bit like did you kind of always know that you were gonna be a tv personality and, and kind of be on camera or was that something you figured out later on in life
0: um, that was something I knew since I was, like, a kid. Yeah. Like, there's a show called Kenan and Kel on yeah, yeah. that I was like, I want to do that because they're just silly and fun. Um, and if you ask anyone from my high school, they all say, like, Courtney, specifically on reality TV, was like, of course. You know, because <laughs> I'm just a a mess. Sense. Yeah. I have
2: a question. Yeah. Was there anyone who, like, you were almost inspired by to, that was on reality TV to kind of play the game how you did?
0: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> to, to just answer, short answer, yes. Um there was a beautiful woman on reality TV mm. several, several, several years ago um, named Tiffany Pollard, and she was on a show called Flavor of Love. Oh, yeah. um, and although she was loud, although mm. she was obnoxious, she created, tv moments that are <laughs> unforgettable that are still used like today on wow. twitter so when i went on uh the circle i really wanted mm. to play the game gotcha. but i also wanted to have as much fun as possible so that people could you know look back and be like Oh, gotcha. you know, courtney
1: he's funny yeah. yeah and do you think there's like power in being that kind of like more like loud obnoxious person i feel like there is i feel like you can almost influence people more
0: yeah i think that like if you're loud and obnoxious and goofy like myself, you have to just own it. Yeah, yeah. I think that there are reality personalities, not all the time, but sometimes they don't realize who they are. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the tape back, sometimes it shows you exactly who you are. Yeah. You know? We've talked
1: about, too, on the show, like, how important it is, like, just being, you know, especially in, like, the LGBTQIA plus space, be owning who you are. Mm. Like, we've had guests come on and be like, when I was younger, I would, like, kind of hide things or, like, I wasn't sure. And then I got older and I realized, like screw everyone else, I'm gonna be exactly who I am and that's kind of when my life fell into place. So I feel like there's kind of similarities
0: there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I feel like for me personally, I didn't realize how little I trusted myself before Mm -hmm. I did the show because it's a show about making decisions. And I feel like once I really kind of owned who I was and my identity and I just was myself on the circle, I really started to play the game. Like when you watch the show, it goes from like me being kind of aloof, like, Mm -hmm. hey girl. And then as you get... Get into it i'm like okay girl you going home because this you going home because this because yeah. it's about you at the end of the day right you know and isn't because uh, like my girlfriend she was on too hot
1: to handle and mm. so I've, <laughs> I've heard a lot of like what goes on behind the scenes and like don't you think there's also like editing and stuff that goes on to kind of put a s- certain story along yeah. oh my god yes
2: yeah. oh my yeah. god
0: those producers will <laughs> love them to death because they are friends now love yeah. y'all um but they will definitely try to nudge you yeah in the direction right. of you know whatever story is happening
2: yeah you
0: know? okay and let's go back a little bit because I really want to
1: just get to know you I, I like when I was looking at your social media and watching clips from the circle and all of this I would you know I was like who is this guy like what's this guy's story because <laughs> you're obviously you're such a force it's obvious like Thank you're per- you. even just walking in here I could feel it like you have <laughs> this amazing energy
0: but let's start from the beginning where did you grow up Okay, so I was born in Harlem, mm-hmm. and then my parents relocated me to the Poconos in Pennsylvania when I was around eight or nine, Okay, and I lived there until I graduated high school, um, and then I did like a semester or two in community college, mm-hmm. then I saw a purple poster that said come work at Disney, mm-hmm. um, so then I packed my bags, I literally <laughs> filled out an application for a Disney internship randomly, oh, um, and that's then fun. I was like accepted three days later. Dis- Disneyland in Anaheim? Disney World in Florida, oh, right, okay. and I... Got accepted, called my mom, and was like, hey girl, I'm going to Florida. And like, what? <laughs> um, I did that. And while I was there, I was like, okay, love Florida, mm-hmm. too humid. I want to move to LA. So I came back home to Pennsylvania, got my degree, and then uh, moved here six years ago. Wow. wow. And what, what did you do at Disneyland? Were you, like, a character? <laughs> I wish. Oh, my God, no. At Disney World, I worked in food and beverage. Uh. Specifically at Epcot, Sunshine Seasons in the back. Um, slinging that Mongolian beef and just. In the, heat. In the wow. Yes. Not my favorite job, but the job that I learned the most at. Right. You know, I was, it was, like, the first time I was alone, like, on my own. Yeah. Right. You know? I, I also
1: think, like, I've worked all those crazy hard, hot, just grueling jobs too and i feel like you learn so much about yourself mm. and it's really great like motivation for like keep wanting to strive for more because you're like i want to be doing right. this forever like mm. i remember that feeling when i was like serving being like no nah, this isn't it i'm gonna i'm gonna hustle <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you don't want to be like uh 55 still doing the same thing no. yeah. exactly um so growing up in the poconos i don't uh,
0: personally really know that much about what it's like there is it conservative yeah. yeah, it's pretty conservative. It's just like you know, if you live in the Poconos, you grow up to be a nurse, a teacher, or own a mattress store.
1: Yeah, gotcha. You know,
0: I don't, I don't want to own mattress. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at the time that I was growing up, I really wanted to be like a YouTuber. That was like mm-hmm. the big thing. So I was always the standout. You know, because yeah. everyone else wanted to go to. Penn State and, you know, mm-hmm. work in finance or whatever they do at Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I want to be like Lauren Conrad and be on the hills. Yeah, and I, was like,
1: I feel wait. like kids like, go one way or the other. They're either like, I want like, that really like, chill, structured job, or they're watching TV and they're like, oh, I want to do that, you know? Yeah. I was doing the same thing. I literally remember watching like, the Oscars when I was a kid. I was probably like seven years old, watching it with my parents and I was like, I will be up there one day. Hmm. I don't know what for. It might be like writing or something, but I was like, that's what I want. Mm. So, you know, I want to know, like, growing up somewhere conservative, were,
0: when do you remember first knowing that you were gay? Before I even moved to Pennsylvania, I don't know. Maybe I was watching, like, an episode of Soul Train when I was, like, five or six or something. Yeah. Like, Shamar Moore was shaking them hips. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, li- like, literally, real life, Shamar Moore. <laughs> <Justness>. <laughs> um, but, like, you moved to PA and, like, gay is, like, you just know it's wrong.
1: Right. So that's why I want to ask... Did you feel like you had to hide it?
0: Um, For a short period of time. I think I came out when I was, like, 13. Wow, that's... Yeah, you know. You just... Like, where am I going talking about, yeah, bro, I'm straight. Like, you know, kids in school were like, you're queer. I'd be like, am I? Because I don't think I am, bro. Yeah.
1: You know? But we all do that, right? Like, we know, but then when other kids call us out, same thing, like, they would call me, like, very bad slurs and i I would be like what no i'm so straight and like because at the time i was you know a female presenting person Mm -hmm. um and so be like i'm sure i'm straight. i am straight i do not know what you're talking about but i think it's because obviously like where society teaches us to to hide that Mm -hmm. um and did you feel like you could come out to your parents like was that did your home make you feel more comfortable come out at
0: 13 oh yeah my mom my dad and now, we're close. Mm-hmm. We weren't as close back then when I came out, but me and my mom are very close. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was just kind of like always like, you can tell me if you want It's to. always the mamas. <laughs> always. Yeah. And so one day she just kind of like asked me, and I was like, yeah, girl. And she was like, all right, I'm going to get McDonald's. Do you want anything? Like, not a big deal at all. It's just like... That's great. I yeah. think we talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. that it should be like that when
2: yeah. Kids come Yeah, it's very chill.
1: Like,
0: yeah. okay, amazing. Yeah. What do you want for lunch? Yeah, Make it a safe space. And yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It have to be an event.
2: Exactly, you know? exactly
1: yeah, and do you think, so do you think when you were like that young boy, you were like feminine, and that's what people were were picking up on? What do you think was making people like say that?
0: You know what it was? I think it was the fact that I just like didn't dress like other cisgender straight black men right in my school like everyone was wearing the fat farm echo and like all of the sean john and yeah. that was just like never my thing give me a bright pink american eagle something something yeah. give me that unfortunately abercrombie something <laughs> something like that was just like my style but then yeah. i also would be in pack and i'd wear like etnies and mm-hmm. then that would like confuse people in yeah. so they'd be like you're gotcha. different so you're obviously gay right granted they were right but they were like doing it in a mean way yeah, yeah. it wasn't like you're cool and gay it was like you're different and yeah gay
1: and we talk about this all the time how like even me like asking the question like do you think you were feminine like i don't even like using that wording because it's like what does that even really mean mm-hmm. if you're wearing a pink shirt is that feminine or is it just right. like that pink and shirt, also
2: too you know? not all you know Gay men have to be feminine. That's another thing. Yeah,
1: very true. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I mean, they're gender-wise, you mm-hmm. know, gay people are all over the place. Yeah, you know, those two things intersect and sometimes are very different from one another. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you, Do you think there was a difference? because, you know, a lot of our listeners are super young, so I really like to kind of have, like, people out there, even if it was, like, one or two kids that might, might identify with your story. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was different go- growing up gay and black, and in, in especially where you were raised? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then, let's say, a white gay boy. Yes, absolutely. Um, white gays in the Poconos very much had it easy. Yeah. You know, granted, I was the first person to come out in my high school amongst, like, the four years or what have you. Um, and I got, like... Dragged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the most, but granted, I was still very popular. So yeah. you know, I just v- always noticed that, like, when when the White Gaze came out, it wasn't that mm-hmm. much of a splash. But when I did, whoo, the yeah. Mamas was calling Mamas. Like, did yeah. you know mm. that smart Courtney in the game? <laughs> did you hear that? And it was like, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. an icon. <laughs> like, you absolutely. You know, yeah,
1: and so you think it was like. Did you did you notice a difference like within like your family dynamic? Like not just your parents, but like extended family and
0: stuff or not so much, just because I feel like it was one of those things where my family always kind of assumed. Mm-hmm. And then was once I confirmed, the mom was like, All right, everyone, we can chill. True. He's gay. And everyone was <laughs> kind of like, all right. Phew. Yeah, like it's almost meeting. like it's out in the open now. We like, right. yeah, it, it didn't have to be like a tense thing. It was just right. more like confirmation, right? You mm-hmm. know, which is good.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And we've talked about too before, like the disparity between like race and, and your your sexuality and how like Black trans people or Black gay people definitely like have a different experience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, do you just now like in the the entirety of your life, do you feel still feel that, or do you think it's different because you're in LA?
0: Elliot is a mess. <laughs> um, repeat the question one more time. Let me ponder and marinate
1: before <laughs> I respond. I just I there's definitely like a disparity, I feel like, between, you know, like a, a black gay man or a white gay man or a white gay woman. And I just am curious if now even as an adult you, you still feel that. Like you said in high school, there definitely was there's mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel it now?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel that way, even just in nightlife, just like when I go out and I hang out with my friends, you definitely know when you're in a safe space for black queer men versus right. when you're the minority in a white queer space. Gotcha. It might feel like, girl, what you doing here? Yeah. Like, you know, not always aggressive, but as a black person, mm-hmm. you always feel it the yes. second you walk into a room like, okay, girl, yeah. you you going to have uh, an adult beverage? How long is that going to be? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah.
1: going out of there. Right, you know? right, right. That's interesting, especially
0: even in L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially in L.A. Really? Yes, absolutely. You can you can tell those things just by the audience in clubs. Mm-hmm. The way I feel safe in Trunks is not the same way that I feel going into the Abbey mm-hmm. or going into Motherlode. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Trunks is a space for me, for right, us. You right. get what I'm saying? No, I, As a black queer person. Right. Um, to the point where, and it doesn't make it fair... But when I bring my white friends there, they're like, "Hold on, I'm feeling uncomfortable." And then yeah. I have to say, "Oh, are you the minority? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world, yeah. isn't
1: it cute?" Yeah, you're like I you do know? this all the time. You're doing this one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You handle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're playing Beyonce tonight. <laughs> you know, what do you, how, what do you think as like a community? Because if we're talking about LA, who's supposed to be so You know, inclusive. In certain
2: ways, in certain ways. But I'm saying it's
1: supposed to be. What do you think we as a community can do differently? Not to put this on you, but I just am curious from your perspective.
0: I think that people should just be respectful. Yeah. um, Because I can't tell you how many times I've been in the line at Mickey's. (laughs) And some white twink just thinks just because they're better than me that they can just cut me and my friends in line. You get what I'm saying? For me, it's about respect. Like, we're all there to have a good time. Here, Britney, here, Mm -hmm. Beyonce, there, little Avril Lavigne, maybe, if we're lucky. Um, I mean, just blatant, like, move. And I'm like,
1: girl, do you know who I am? (laughs) <laughs> you see these people behind me about the corny you? revolution like, girl, you know what time it is girl don't make the joker come out
0: girl Yeah. Um. but you know it's about respect at the end of the day yeah, yeah. absolutely I
1: agree I think mm-hmm. I've seen it so much within our community where like we're supposed to be so there for each other and in so many ways we're not like for instance when I transitioned from female to male the lesbians disowned me They really? Like, oh yeah mm-hmm. they were like you're a gender traitor you're not one of us anymore I Pretty much, I don't. I have like almost no lesbian friends anymore, which is okay because obviously it filtered out people I don't need in my life. But I thought that was so. You you think especially like masculine presenting lesbians would have been like, yeah, I totally get it. You know, what's that about? I know it's something
2: that's actually very. I I've seen it a lot. Yeah, for really? for some reason, and I, this is absolutely no hate towards lesbians. I'm just saying <laughs> I I do see especially in the lesbian community. Um, they they tend to not understand, like, the trans community as much. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad because it's like, you know, we're all a part of the community. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if it has to do maybe sometimes with internalized issues mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know. But it, it happens a lot specifically with, mm-hmm. with, with lesbians. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, because I think lesbians really do. I, I'm also not trying to generalize, but I think yeah, they not really at hold, all. hold on to the fact that they are females who like females. So when you become a man, obviously, this was who I was since... As long as I can remember, mm-hmm. this is my soul, but um, they feel like, oh, now you're just one of them, you know?
2: Especially, especially like older, like older, I feel. Um, lesbians because i I have noticed like um usually lesbians who are like more towards teens or younger people they tend to be more understanding but i feel yeah especially like kind of the lesbian community of la who are all like in their 30s once again really not trying to be mean or trying to generalize or anything but like i've noticed it a lot from that specific community Mm. like um usually like they're around like their late 20s to 30s and I've noticed that.
1: Yeah, cuz I think the younger generations are realizing that like gender isn't what we mm. used to think it was and stuff. So they're more like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I totally get mm-hmm. being transgender."
2: It kind of gives me the same vibes um it's like when when uh, like certain lesbians will hate like, hate on non-binary people or trans people. It kind of reminds me of like the whole turf thing. It is a turf thing. Yeah, yeah. like.
1: Do you know that term, trans-exclusive radical feminist? It's yeah. they are so. Radically feminist that you actually exclude trans people even trans women
2: well because they're people, not they're not even real feminists They yeah. just say that they are J.K.
1: Rowling is one. Yeah. Oh, that's so we, where I've seen. Yeah, that we before. drag her. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, they, They're not even actually feminists. They just they say it, but they they can't be if they exclude trans women You know what I mean? I'm still <laughs>
0: stuck on lesbian not being my friend because I'm transitioning He has a, I was yeah. Not a friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I no friend. Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, it's I didn't
0: expect it either.
2: It's sad. I'm like
0: Like, (laughs) that's why I'm like, I'm literally like, not being dramatic for just a second. I think that that's awful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like I said, like, really no hate, especially, like, you know, I've known lesbians, like, very sweet people. It's just, you know, it's just, I, it's definitely something that is specific with each, you know, individual person. Not every lesbian, of course, is going to be that way. But I've noticed it a lot in the, like I said, like, in the older lesbian community. And I think, like, what you said, like, they almost kind of hold on to, like, being a woman, like, so. Hard mm. that like I don't know how to describe it, but they almost kind of when someone transitions, they're almost kind of like ugh, like yeah.
0: ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. They should change that.
1: I know. <laughs> Stop thinking like that. Mm. Yeah. stupid. I think as a community, we just all need to be there for each other yeah. and support each other. And like you said, like there's changes that need to happen it's a respect thing it's like being a kind good person mm-hmm. so yeah and genuinely and genuinely yeah. not yeah. performative cuz yeah. we know when y'all being performative absolutely yeah 100% so you know you've made do you feel like on the circle and all these shows you you've done do you think because I also saw you just did The Flores Lava, right? I did.
0: I did. How fun was that? Oh, my God. I got to live out, like, my
1: Nickelodeon like, yeah.
0: fantasy, and it was, like, one of the best days of my life. Not even going to lie.
1: I, me and Francesca were watching, and I was like, that would be so fun to do. I'm seriously <laughs> down. I think she actually is going on it. Hey! Yeah. But yeah. Um, you've done all these amazing shows, and you've made, like, such a name for yourself, and I know that there's young people, obviously, watching you that look up to you. Like, what do you feel a responsibility there, or do you just kind of, like,
0: live your life and...
2: What happens happens. <laughs>
0: <sighs> to be honest, I felt like I was just living my life. Like when I did the show, like I very much was like going in it. Like I do not care what I look like to the audience because yeah. at the end of the day, I need to get this money because I flew all the way out to England, ten hours. Yeah. Um, then once the show came out, I encountered the hate, and then I started to meet the fans and viewers in real life and they would like tell me their stories and i was like girl i was just in a bucket hat like screaming and swearing yeah. and you know cutting throats or whatever but i did i realized that there really hadn't been someone that was exactly like myself on TV. Right. Um, and I didn't realize how many little Courtneys needed to see Absolutely. me missing my teeth and yeah. overweight and just literally, truly being myself Absolutely. Um, so that they could feel like, okay, well, I can be on TV too and I can yeah. be a YouTuber and I could blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, off of, net, off right. of the circle? Like, and, oh.
2: and speaking of that, do you feel like uh, TV today, like, do you feel like it's changed from when you were younger? Yes. in the sense of like representation too?
0: Yes. Um, I won't say their name out of respect, mm-hmm. but there was, there's someone that's very popular in reality today. Uh-huh. And that was the first person that I saw uh-huh. as kind of like myself back in the day. Um, and now that person has evolved Mm -hmm. from then until now. And I think that the way that I think as a person and the way that I watch TV has Mm -hmm. changed and evolved. And I think that the way people make TV, um, definitely has changed and evolved. It's definitely a lot more thoughtful Mm -hmm. today because back then... The violence. Yeah. You could see somebody get slapped up on MTV, VH1. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Bravo was the only one, maybe at the time. Yeah. Now you'll get slapped up on Bravo. <laughs> it was it was just more I don't want to say negative, but it right. was more raw back no, then. Def- gotcha. I think
1: there was more negativity for sure. I yeah. think they
0: try to be
1: oh, somewhat messy more messy
2: and like I feel like they're yeah, I even just like watching certain shows now, I definitely feel like it was more like people just like getting into fights and kind you know what I mean like even physically (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs)
0: Mm.
2: yeah then then, more so than definitely I see today I feel like um there's not as much of that uh, from what I see
0: is that for the better you all think I think so yeah
2: Yeah, I mean especially in the physical way you know because it's different when it's just like stupid like you know bantering like whatever but um Physically, oh, yeah. I obviously don't think people yeah, should be like each other. I feel like the world is already so violent.
1: Like, we really yeah. don't need much more of it. Like, look what just happened in Chicago and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think, mm-hmm. you know, although some of these shows, obviously, yeah, like Arlo saying, like, people, like, verbally argue and, yeah. and whatever. Or, like, they get in fights. But I think, you know, as long as it's really, at the end of the day, all fun and games, I think it's yeah. entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not going to when it's
2: negativity. When it's just more, like, for... The sake of like a fun, messy reality show, that's fine. But when it gets a little too much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't put your hands on nobody. Yeah. yeah.
2: What
0: do you think? Um I think that when I was your age,
2: mm-hmm. I loved
0: it. <laughs> Violence, slap her. <laughs> now I'm 30. And yeah. I'm like, oh. They're so young. Like, I'll be like, they're 21. Why are they doing this? Why are they going on a show like this? (laughs) I mean, I think it just, Mm -hmm. you are so much more wise (laughs) than I was at your age. I mean, same. I don't even even understand. (laughs) I was like in it. I was like, yeah get her (laughs) and and now I've just like I'm like huh kind of like what's the point like I would never go on TV and hit nobody yeah (laughs) I ain't gonna throw no drink on nobody exactly (laughs) a little bit too much even for me right Um, but I will read you down a little sass here and there
2: gotcha yeah
0: and you said like you know you you had people come up to you that
1: are like all the little courtneys that kind of like needed to see you has that changed now your trajectory like would it does it change what you want to do next or do you think you still are just you know what live in life I hope they like it
0: Honestly, I think that the only way people are going to be able to be themselves is if I'm just myself and I cannot let them impact that Mm -hmm. because what drew them to me in the first place was me not even caring that they existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as I keep doing my thing, the people that really truly are fans of mine, whatever, pals, viewers, supporters. um they're they're going to be gonna attracted to that no yeah what. yeah you know I
1: agree with that, and did you so did, at the end did you win the hundred thousand dollars?
0: No <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Was that something else? No, I did not, but I came very close okay very 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 close, very close. It's very much giving um you said villain earlier, I think if y'all watch the show, you would be like, oh almost he was so mean but of course he didn't win Uh, i needed to cry wouldn't give him that okay you know you gotta give if you're if you got big winner energy in a reality tv edit and you're even a little bit mean you're not gonna win unless you have a redeeming cry kind of bring it full circle once once i switched into strategic mode i was not taking my foot off the pedal until the confetti fell on somebody got it got it um so yeah. So what did you when you left and you went back home? Did you feel kind of
1: like, like oh you know I'm okay with it because like that was my strategy and I gave it my all and I was authentic to myself? Or were you kind of like oh, in hindsight I should have done that?
0: Honestly, yeah. Don't judge me. <laughs> I was just excited to be on TV. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean,
1: that you shouldn't be. Yeah. I
0: like literally didn't even think like I know for a fact they'll never admit it. I know for a fact I was going home first oh, and really. then. I just did something. <laughs> and then it changed the trajectory of yeah. the entire show and how it could have gone. Right. Um, so I mean, when I got home, it wasn't like I mean, we have conversations, me and the other circlers, about like what happened on their end and what they were told and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know, we talk about, well, if you did this, I could have done that. Uh, but I don't feel like I don't wake up feeling like, ooh, I wish I would have. Yeah. Because right. when I watch that show back, <laughs> would would if y'all ever decide to watch it. I watched, I, would, I watched a bunch of
1: clips, but I've never like fully watched it like yeah. all the way through. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, that's Not amazing. A bit of it. Yeah. I love that. That's a great way to leave a show like that.
2: Do you consider yourself more of like a social media type of person now?
0: Honestly, I feel like I'm less of a social media oh, okay. person now. And it's so sad because, I don't know, I used to love doing it uh-huh. whenever... I wanted to and now I almost kind of feel like, you know how people have like nine to fives Mm -hmm. and they like, you know, once they're done, I used to be a barista, right? So like Mm -hmm. once I'm done making smoothies and coffees, it's like you put the fruit away, you put your coffee grounds away. After the circle, I almost feel forever linked to my Instagram Mm. or like forever linked to my Twitter because if I don't tweet for a day, somebody going to text me. Could be, could be matching. (laughs) Where are you at? Or if I don't post on my Instagram story, someone's going to wonder where I am. Right. last time I disappeared on social media, it was for the show. Mm-hmm. And people literally thought all types of things happened to me. Oh, wow. Like they thought I was in rehab. Yeah. They thought I had gotten it. Like I was hurt. Yeah. They thought mm. I... Had- went broke and moved back home. Like people yeah. thought all sorts of things. <laughs> right. So like, you know, I'm less of a social media person now. Yeah. I mean like Still we, active.
1: we do social media too, mm-hmm. like pretty much for a living. And sometimes it's so exhausting. Cause like you said, you don't clock out. Yeah, it's always there. Yeah, do you feel like that gets exhausting? Like, do you
0: sometimes just literally want to like throw your phone in the ocean? Oh yeah, the burnout is real and severe. Yeah, um, and how I combat that is I hang out with people that make me not want to check my phone. Yes, gotcha. Um, and it's excellent excellent yes. excellent that's you the know? best thing
2: exactly. you can do i mean you know <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely a couple nachos little guacamole <laughs> yeah. conversation yeah and you don't even need instagram exactly you know? what's it like for you you're so young <laughs> you feel burnt out doing i social mean media? It's
2: in certain ways just because we do you know film together like on his tiktok platform my personal like um tiktok is now private um i i personally don't like to like post myself really much mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it, it definitely.
1: We both get burned.
2: Yeah, out. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little bit interesting, especially you know certain comments and people and you know certain like negative people. It's yeah. I, it definitely gets a little annoying at times. <laughs>
1: it's definitely a balance, like having mm-hmm. a kid with me in all of this. Right? Yeah. Like it's always me and Arlo on our TikTok and yeah. podcast and everything. And almost every interview, they want us both. Yeah, and so it's a balance for me to always kind of make sure I'm still like protecting them mm-hmm. while you know still obviously cultivating like a career and everything right. like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. no, the burnout's definitely.
2: The yeah, problem. definitely.
0: <laughs> wow, would y'all do reality TV together, like The Circle? Personally, uh, no. Yeah, like I, I... That was instant. That was quick. <laughs> they, they, yeah,
1: they're really like more of a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. kind of person. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you got back, um, are you still close with your family? Are they still in... Uh, where are they? Are they still in They're the in Pennsylvania, okay. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you're and we're still so close. close. Very close. And you said like they're... Now, they it probably doesn't even get talked about anymore, like that you're gay or like anything like that, right? Oh my God, no. It's oh, like,
0: yeah. I don't even think about it. I'm sure they don't think yeah, about it. It's yeah. just... Me. And how is your dad doing? He's doing good, you know, I just sent him a coconut cake um, <laughs> recently just, you know, just because. So he's good. Awesome. Love him to death. Aww. That's great. And do you have siblings? Yes, I have a little brother. He's 16. Oh, cute. Whoa, he's way younger. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he's going through his, like, high schooler, <laughs> like, don't talk to me, yeah. but also talk to me. What does he face. think about, like, seeing you on TV? Yeah. So? Gag. He's never seen it. Really? My brother's like the only person I personally know that has not seen The Circle. Wow. He's seen season three of The Circle, but <laughs> he, it's because he, he was at my house and I forced him. <laughs> I was like, let me show you what I was on, but I won't be annoying and put on my season. Oh I'll my put God. on this. And he was like enjoying it. And I was like, and like, you missed the four weeks I was on it? What? Flop. Um, <laughs> and was that like crazy, that coming out during the pandemic? Yeah.
1: That yeah, had to be uh, different because like Francesca said, like Too Hot to Handle came out during the pandemic. And that was like just craziness because everyone was at home
0: watching it just feels like all of a sudden people are just like obsessed with two weeks of your life and they like make it your everyday like if you say one thing on the show then that must mean you are like that 24, 7, 365. Yeah,
2: I feel like people almost create, like, characters out of everyone.
0: Absolutely, they do. And Mm -hmm. we always talk about how,
1: like, they also, like, have a different perception of time because in their heads, you're that character they saw on TV. So, like, a year will go by and they'll think, like, you're still supposed to be doing what you were doing then. you're like, my life
0: has changed. Yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of times people don't even recognize me. Yeah. Because I I don't have my glasses on. But if I wear them, they're like, you look so different. It was filmed forever ago. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Here we are. They
1: forget. <laughs> that that's like you literally, like you said, two weeks or month of your life, yeah. and then you go back to real life, and years go by. Yeah, even. it's out there forever. Yeah, I
0: tell my mom that all the time because she is on the show, um and I tell her like, "Girl, you're <laughs> you're out there. Just want to let you know. Your life. <laughs> they stop you at the post office. It's because <laughs> your mug was wishing me good luck. D- like, does you know. she get stopped? Yeah. That's oh yeah. Doing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I love that I think it's very <laughs> interesting. She's always like very terrified by it. Yeah. Like, Girl, you birthed a circler. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even a star.
2: Still, when we get like stopped sometimes and people are like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta follow you on TikTok. I get so quiet and nervous. <laughs> why? And I just I don't know why I get like so nervous in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> I get so quiet. And like I always feel bad after though, because I'm like, I hope they didn't think I was mean. Cause like I'm really not trying to. I just get very nervous Mm. and like I we were recently like at the mall and this one like younger person got a picture with us and I barely spoke the entire time I felt (laughs) so bad but I was like I just got so I got so anxious I
1: mean it makes sense you're 13 yeah Yeah. like when I was 13 I would have done the exact same thing yeah these are things you you know grow out of yeah you probably made their day too you know whether you said something or not yeah yeah And, and you just have such a nice vibe I doubt anyone would ever think you're mean
2: I just feel like sometimes when like you don't really speak that much I feel like people just automatically seem like oh like you're standoffish almost. But, I
0: get that all the time because mm, mm. I'm not like this all the time. Right. Really at all. <laughs> um, so if you like meet me out and I'm like hi so nice to meet you. Yeah. I love your necklace. like <laughs> People are like why aren't you death dropping? Like, why aren't you kikiing and swi- And like, because we're in the mall and I'm eating yeah. a Wetzel's pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. That's the, like, the other thing. Yeah. They always catch you when you're like eating or something and you're like,
2: oh my gosh. People <laughs> always catch us at the most random times. Like, whenever we're like actually like, dressed up and ready to go out, nobody sees us. But then when we are like randomly at like, uh, w- where were we? We were. Target. Yeah, Target. When we were just so like, we have I was, like
0: fluffy hair yeah, and, like pajamas on. And sweatpants
2: like, and like. It's
1: always like
0: that. It's always. <laughs> I remember when the circle first came out uh, me and jack another castmate of mine we went out with uh, savannah and sammy from season one and me and jack were just like in the bathroom like washing our hands and <laughs> Went, oh my god are you courtney and jack from the circle we're like yeah hey he literally put us on his instagram story in the bathroom oh my god was, that's so it was a very funny. interesting time those four weeks yeah like, people like knew us everywhere we went was, was it immediately after that was worse
1: yeah. And then it just kind of, like, obviously calms down a little bit, right? Yeah, so yeah. It was,
0: I, like, literally went a month but with just without wearing my glasses just so I could feel like I could go to, like, Jamba Juice. Yeah. It just was, like, a lot, especially yeah. when you don't know um how people felt about you on the show that yeah, was my really. biggest thing because you can meet someone and then be like i hated you on yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah um but for the most part people are like oh my god i can't believe you're yeah. here at dunkin yeah. donut like, yeah girl this is my dunkin donut <laughs> <laughs> like i can't here. believe you're here <laughs> yeah literally i'm like
1: um i've been coming here <laughs> this is mine
2: you're like i've been going here for 10 years i don't
1: know. <laughs> like welcome <laughs> so what's uh, what's on the horizon for you what are you doing next okay, okay uh more tv yeah yeah more tv
0: definitely um, all with netflix right hopefully yeah hopefully this another... like a family like the netflix fam <laughs> yeah. is very much a real thing circle fam real until it's time to win a hundred thousand yeah. dollars netflix fam we go out to happy hour and yeah. lunch like we all know each other so hopefully there'll be like another show that like has a whole bunch of Netflix people on yeah, it, which yeah. would be really Netflix. exciting. Um, and voice acting. That's something I really want to do. That's cool. I'm trying to be a cartoon. That's that fun. That would be sick. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that I too. Love it that. sounds so fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, show up in pajamas, be a SpongeBob, <laughs> and yeah. my check and go home. Yeah.
2: And I'm just you know? curious, like, so um, when you do more TV, is there any sort of, like, type of show that you are really aiming for, like, that you would love to do, a certain game or something, mm. something like that?
0: You want to know my biggest thing, right, is when I am speaking to producers, Mm. they always want me to compete again, Mm. right? Because on The Circle, I was super strategic. I'm not a competitor, contrary to popular belief. I am a sloth, (laughs) Um, so I need to be on a show that's like a house show with other people and I don't have to swing from nothing, jump off of a cliff or like the challenge. They really, really, really wanted me for the challenge on MTV and I'm like, gotcha. I don't want to break a wrist.
1: (laughs) I I feel like they're making them all have challenges. Yeah. Even the house dating shows, they're like, throwing in challenges it's like
2: yeah
0: let people just live <laughs> where's like the potato side yes yeah. <laughs> like that's the show i'm trying to be on. i <laughs> think
2: because like all those were so big for a while like the real housewives mm. and whatever like you know housewives of new york and stuff i feel like those oh and like jersey shore Absolutely. i feel like those were so big for a while that people are trying to kind of go off of that a little bit and mm. add something to it because they almost you know, they don't know really how to spice it up anymore, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: there's not like a hook always. Exactly.
2: Because, yeah. you know, you want you still want to be entertaining. So if people are living in a, like a house together or whatever, you know, there has to be stuff that's happening. Mm. And so I feel like they add those challenges to give it something.
0: You know what's a really good idea? What if they took a whole bunch of Netflix stars and they flew us from continent to continent and there's a challenge on each continent and whoever does not pass the challenge after the long flight gets eliminated and the winner is like mm. Netflix's best top vacationer. That would, that would be, awesome. be really something cool. I can win.
2: <laughs> That would be got really an cool. You email Netflix. Yeah. Oh, wow. Put that submission oh, in. Well, that actually
1: sounds rad because I would watch that. That would, I would add such it. like a crazy aspect. I'm just trying
0: to be on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how can I <laughs> travel yeah. more? You're like, how
2: can I experience every country? And for free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Netflix, you
0: pay. You got the coin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I'm not even going to lie. Jersey Shore, that was so entertaining. I got so into that show. Jersey Shore.
0: <laughs> God, it's oh so good. Oh my God! They're doing another one, and I'm curious to know if the magic can be duplicated. Oh, they are. They're doing. Yeah, like, they're doing like, like oh, a two oh, okay. The original cast is not happy. Really? <laughs> that's the T. Oh, that's the T. We got T. It, it just comes out. T just happens naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we have to watch it though.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh Okay,
1: so I mean, I love this. Yeah. Movie. This been seriously, so good. We always close the interviews out with these two questions. questions. Yeah.
2: So, what is a single thing you would want to be known for when you leave this earth? It can be any, it can literally be a song, a movie, something you do.
1: Just like what you want the world to be left with, like Courtney Revolution.
0: Um, I think I would want the world, I think I would want to leave behind the idea that I was an exceptional friend overall. I love Um, that. Because I think that friendship is probably one of the most important things to me. Yeah, I love that. I think friendship I is one of the most powerful things in the world. Like it yeah. really
1: is. Without my friends, I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah, likewise. Love
2: that answer. I
1: love and that. And people,
2: answer. everybody's answers are so good because yeah. we ask everybody that, and everybody's answers are so different.
1: And everyone's different, and yeah. everyone is like equally amazing. Like it's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> and then this is the the last one. Do you think ten year old Courtney would be proud of Courtney now?
0: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten year old Courtney was like watching the real world with the volume down <laughs> now, reality tv so yeah, yeah courtney ten-year-old courtney would think i'm pretty cool uh yeah period hell yeah, yeah. i love that
1: because we're proud of you so yeah. i absolutely Thank you. agree <laughs> so this interview was amazing but we're gonna go ahead and close out with just a quick little get to know you game this or that all right you ready i'm ready all right east coast or west
0: coast east coast east coast why um, just because that's where I'm from. Yeah. I feel like East Coast is just more natural to me. Yeah. You know, I was born there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone that's from the East Coast that moves to the West Coast says that.
1: Like, nobody's ever like West Coast. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're like, ho- you're a really East Coast person. If you're
0: It's cute
1: here. Yeah.
0: So much here. <laughs> There's just more.
1: Yeah. The East Coast, you know? Yeah. Your roots. Um, romantic comedy or
0: a horror film oh horror film yeah yes yeah horror film yes. right give me the blood the gore i needed oh all. my gosh we yeah. love
2: horror movies romantic
0: comedy is like love them yeah i don't know if it's gonna hold my my attention that's exactly attention. what's I
2: your favorite about? romantic comedy
0: Um, Does bridesmaids count? Yeah, yeah, bridesmaids. That's a good one. Favorite horror film because we're like obsessed. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like the the whole series. Great
2: one. Love the classics. Yes,
1: they they love all the classics. Yeah,
2: I mean I love a bunch, but yeah, the classics are great. Winter or summer?
0: Um, summer. Mm. Because living in the Poconos, winter is, like, not a sprinkle. It's always, like, eight feet of snow. Gotcha. You like, call the plow man to oh, get dang. you out of the driveway. It's Did the schools thing. close? Like when, yep. Yeah. Two-hour <laughs> delay. Like, watching, like, your school, like, go by on the banner on the news, oh, like, every yeah, yeah. other day. Ugh. Give me the summer. Okay. Mm. So, summer, but East Coast or West Coast summer? West Coast summer. West Coast summer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. West Coast summer. Yeah. Summer here is amazing. Yeah. 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 Nice little rooftop moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, desert or beach? either. Uh, <laughs> Same. Um, I
0: guess how about if you had to get stranded on one, what would you prefer? Beach, because at the end of the day, I can get in the water. Yeah, yeah. And there's like fish in the. water. That's what we always say too. We mm-hmm. talk about this
1: because we love the show Naked and Afraid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And me and Francesca and we're like, we would choose beach because we're vegan. So a, we could find fruit. Mm-hmm. And B, like having access to the ocean, be able to jump in the water, yeah. be so much better than like being stuck in a hot for desert. For sure. About to eat a cactus.
0: Yeah. A <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. Tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Coffee or
0: tea. Coffee, easily. Cold brew. Ooh, okay. Cold brew, cold brew, cold brew, cold brew. I love it. Nice. Would not be here functioning without it. (laughs) Do you drink hot coffee ever? Super rarely. I do not like hot liquids. Like, I won't drink them.
1: Really? Like, I'm only cold liquids, like, across the board. Even if it's winter, I get an iced coffee.
2: If you had to drink tea, though, what would be your favorite tea?
0: Watermelon mint from Trader Joe's.
2: Oh, mm. that was, I was not expecting such a <laughs> quick answer. Uh, For from, from my job,
0: I had to do a lot of good. tea before The Circle. So like, sound I
2: have good. a lot of tea in my house. <laughs> yeah.
1: That sounds really good. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Okay. The Circle
0: or The Floor is Lava? The Circle. <laughs> Listen, The Floor is Lava, definitely bucket list, check, did a game show. But I was arguably one of the main characters on The Circle. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's so that just a feels moment I'll never forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I was on every episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's huge,
1: and that's amazing. All right, this was so fun. We love you. Yeah, We'd love to have you back anytime. Thank you so much for being here. Of course.
2: Yeah, this was awesome. had
1: fun.
0: Y'all know how to interview. I know that's right. Isn't it crazy? 13. (laughs) Your mind is so powerful. Uh. You understand, like, for real. Literally. Uh. It scares me. Sometimes
1: I'm like, what did I create? (laughs) (laughs) One day they're going to destroy me.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: If you want, you can look in the camera and go ahead and plug all your socials. This one right here. This one right here. Yeah.
0: Hi, you can uh, listen to my podcast with me and my friend Savannah (laughs) called Homecoming Queens, where you listen to podcasts and also follow me on social media. I am Court Revolution on Twitter and uh, TikTok and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. Perfect. Amazing, thank
1: you seriously so much for being here. This was so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Interview With My Kid. Make sure you find us on all streaming platforms and don't forget to subscribe to the Pass Your Bedtime YouTube channel for video episodes.